the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. We all saw the disgrace of America, what will go down in history books as the worst president ever, and uh, what also will go down in the history books as the American population will go down as the dumbest Americans ever to occupy this nation. The people who voluntarily gave up American principles that brought hundreds of millions of people here, built the strongest country out of the youngest country because it did not entertain ideologies of collectivism. So I guess there are people out there that don't understand that collectivism is what slays empires. It always has, it always will, because within the collectivism is the corrupt politician. That's what you saw last night. You saw a room full of them, all in suits that the vast majority of this country doesn't have the amount in, in the clothing, uh, of the cost of the clothing in their bank accounts. And they suffer from the policies, and they get riled up by the propaganda. But I want to go over just the little short, brief history of this country that is majorly important. We despise both communists and Nazis. Yes, we do. So I remember when Rutan Tutan Putin was just a young, fresh dictator, and he was conning the Bush family. First, it was old man Bush, came out in a brown suit and white shirt. I'm going off memory, Bunny, so make sure I'm right. It's a helicopter in the 90s with that CIA operative and the KGB operative. And I thought to myself, man, oh, man. Not only are those two very proficient liars, but how do you pick what's going to happen in the future when an ex-KGB and an ex-CIA head actually collaborate with each other? Then I remembered watching Rootin Tootin Putin and his son, George W. Bush. Up until now, the dumbest president we ever had, bar none. And you could tell, not just by what he did to our national debt, but what he did to the liberty, to the sovereignty, to Americanism under his eight years of tutelage, I guess would be a kind word. And I remember watching the press conference when he took Root and Tootin Putin to Kenny Bunkport, Maine. Now, Root and Tootin Putin, they all went fishing. And Putin was the only one to catch a fish. You want to talk about American propaganda? Let's hear it. Uh, first, I'd like to congratulate President Putin for being the only person that caught a fish today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got one fish, but that was a team, uh, team effort, <laughs> and uh, the minute goes to the captain of Very the, thoughtful of you. And uh, we had a uh, more than an interesting idea. It's an idea that we're following up on uh, through consultative meetings, which we've started. And as I told you, the... And uh, I... As I told you, the president made a very 
uh, I thought very constructive and bold uh, uh, strategic uh, move, and that is uh, why don't we broaden the dialogue and include uh, uh, Europe through NATO. Through the course of our what? relationship. Uh, Wait, well, what was it? Wanted to include Europe through NATO? See, this is before the Minsk. This is 2007, way back then. And he wanted to kind of rest assured that the Minsk agreement that we're all ignoring, this is before it was cut, would abide by the idea that the Ukraine, who has a very long history, a very long history of collaboration with the Nazis. Oh, I know. Don't say Nazis. See, but I'm going to say Nazis because I'm blessed in life. Blessed to have been around uncles who all went away and killed the Nazis. Then some killed the Japs. Yes, they did. We had a war with them, too. They collaborated with the Nazis. They like their own imperialism. They like their own dictatorship. And then America picked the wrong side, but they had to pick us side. So they picked Stalin, who in turn killed far more people than the Nazis, which forever solidified the idea that they're both evil bastards. They really are. So when I hear people say, what are you? Are you a are you a Russian asset? Are you a Putin apologist? No, I think one of the Bushes should have killed him right then and there. I think right there when he's fishing, just reach over and slice his throat. How many hundreds of millions of people would have been alive today? How much of this could you avoid? Because now he's nuking up today. He is. But see, this is what happens when you lay down with dogs. You get fleas. And the Bushes all laid down with the dogs. And we have no idea what was cut on that boat, what kind of agreements. We absolutely have none. So I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you, Rootin' Tootin' Putin's a scumbag who should have been assassinated years ago. And when this first started, he should have been killed. But for the American people to be so naive as to not understand one of, if not the most corrupt governments on the planet in the Ukrainian government just flexes your ignorance. But didn't last night just flex your ignorance as this 80-year-old political whore embarrassed himself and our country? Who's owned by the corrupt Ukrainian government, along with the Chinese, which inadvertently means Russia, because they collaborate. And simultaneously is cutting a deal with Iran that's making those wife-beating, daughter-mutilating bastards very, very happy today. And they'll have nukes too before this idiot is done ruining my country. And he couldn't be there without the support of the super moron called the Democrat voter. The one in on the scam, that's just a fat-ass gangster. But the morons who just want more free stuff, you're the ones who have brought us here. So see, I remember listening to my uncles. And I remember being inspired by their stories. My Uncle Mikey, who I love to death, what a character he was. He used to lay out on Victory Day. He used to lay out four SS officer uniforms, three black and one gray. And as a little kid, he'd tell me, find the hole. I'd say, I can't find it. He said, I shot them all in the face. No hole in the uniforms. So that's how I first learned about the National Workers Socialist Party, which you could really call the Democrat mafia here in this country. So I hate Nazis. I really, really do. But you know who doesn't hate Nazis? The Ukrainians. They don't hate Nazis. Did you ever hear of a guy named Bandera? Never did? Here, well, six years ago, the Ukrainians decided to name a street after him. Oh, it's true. And they came up with this nifty little tune. Simultaneously with this, an article was released in the Times of Israel. You know the Times of Israel. Yeah. See, the people who were prosecuted by the Nazis, the Jews, 
They don't like the Nazis either. Um, as much as me, probably. A little more. You never know. I don't like them at all, but I do appreciate the Hugo Boss costumes. Kiev renames a major street in honor of Russian Nazi collaborator Stepan Bandera. Nationalist group urged Ukrainians, as he was that leader of the national group, he urged Ukrainians and to destroy Jews and Poles in ethnic cleansing in the 40s. Oh, it's true. And they named the street after him. See, Bandera then fled to Munich. He was sentenced to life in prison after uh, his sentence was reduced. It was originally murder. But Bandera is responsible. Where is the little number here? Here it is. Bandera won back in Germany in 1944, where he escaped. He was assassinated by a KGB agent in 1959. His group also was involved in the ethnic cleansing that killed tens of thousands of Poles in 19, from 19. 42 to 1944, the organization of Ukrainian nationalist Nazis has now gained steam back again in Ukraine. And that is why in 2018, our own Congress passed a law that we are not to give the Ukrainian military money. Now, that's since been repealed, and now you're going to fund them all, and they'll be fast-tracked into the U.N. These are all of the complexities that the American moron, who's more interested in free cheese, cares to think about. So when I see a title... That says three House Republicans voted against the Ukrainian people. There's so much complexity and so much stupidity and so much propaganda in one sentence. It's almost unbelievable. Because what this negates is the tens of thousands of people that were murdered by factions of the Ukrainian military and the Nazi regime. Ukrainian people. Because they spoke Russian. And they may have been Russian Orthodox. It's a complex country in which for 15 years there's been a soft civil war. Hot war, though. Bombs and shooting and all of that. So who did the Republicans vote against? Did they vote against those people who were prosecuted, persecuted from the Nazis within the Ukrainian government? And I understand that the leader now is Jewish. I also understand that the oligarch that finances the whole damn thing, Ihor Kolomansky, You'll never hear his name. Never. I've never heard his name. Now, he's probably in Cyprus with the rest of the oligarchs from Russia. Also scum. But to commit the kind of money, the kind of potential life, American life, to this, is in a position of, oh, what do we care? No, what do we care? No, I'm not an isolationist the way I'm being accused of. I'm aware of the history of, if not the, one of the top three most corrupt governments on the planet. And you know who supports them? And you should always, always beware. When a Bush or a Cheney calls for support of something, you're getting lied to. But it's nice to see bipartisan skullduggery outside of that room last night. This is Liz Cheney the night before at a little fundraiser because she needs the money. But she the needs her Halliburton stock up. Party who are advocating for the United States to withdraw from the world, who are advocating that somehow the United States shouldn't lead in the world anymore. Um, the kind of world that we will all be living in, we can see now on a daily basis on our television screens uh, when you see what's happening in Ukraine. Because if America doesn't lead, the people who fill the void are the Russians, are the Chinese, are the Iranians, are the North Koreans. And we cannot defend and protect our own freedom and our own security if we decide that we're going to withdraw from the world, if we decide we aren't going to lead the world. And so I'm, I'm going to be watching very closely and working very hard in the coming days and weeks 
both in terms of uh, supplemental assistance for Ukraine, um, but also we really need to take a look at our own defense budget. It is insufficient. And, uh, you know, we, we said two years ago and three years ago that our defense budget needed to increase by three to five percent annually in order to be able to meet the threats we face. Um, it's now got to increase by at least five percent annually and probably more than that. And her portfolio holds stock in all of the recipients of that increased budget. That doesn't offend anybody in either the Democrat or the Republican Party. You like that kind of corruption. You just want in on it. We spent $778 billion as of last year. We've already got an increase on the books. More than the top, the next 11 countries combined. All the ones she's fear-mongering you against. Combine them. We still spend more. She doesn't want to tell you about all the money we're spending right now in Yemen that we're supporting the inbred scum that are directly linked to September 11th in those Saudi Arabian slave master scum country. We gas their planes for free. We give them the bombs. We turn our eye as they kill 270 civilians last month. By the way, how many people died in Chicago? I couldn't help but notice a little story I heard today, and I was wondering, is this little girl somehow less important than the people in Ukraine? I know she doesn't rate with the people of Yemen. We don't talk about either one of those. Developing this morning, a 12-year-old girl was shot in the head while in a car with her family. Glenn Marshall's live at Comer Children's Hospital where she's being treated this morning. Good morning, Glenn. Hey, good morning, Lauren. Now, that child was brought here to Comer Children's Hospital in critical condition. Family has told community activists that the child... And you think you're going to solve the problems in Ukraine by sending weapons there, money and military? You can't solve anything. This government is the biggest example of failure the world has ever offered. The American government, a country that was the youngest, the richest, because the government was meant to be anemic and small and restrained. Now who's restrained after these last two years? I don't even think you should call it America. So when I heard those National Socialist Worker Party scum in our country called Democrats chant USA, I think they should have added an S. USSA. That's what it is. The minute you elected this Soviet scum, collectivist fraud in the Democrat mafia. That's what it'll be until you throw them out, until you reestablish what this country is supposed to be. You want to save Ukraine? Make us strong. Make it a beacon of freedom and liberty where we welcome all the Ukrainians who are prosecuted by their corrupt government. It's hard to do that when we're just as corrupt. 312-642-5600. AM560. He knew right or wrong. He didn't like Nazis either. No, no, no. The king never liked the Nazi. Wouldn't have funded him. You know, I was listening to Jerome Powell during the uh, the intro. You could lower that there, Squirrel Hands. I was listening to Jerome Powell during the intro. He said we got a five percent growth. Really, five percent? Well, we got a we got a budget where we spend four trillion dollars a day. We bring in. About a trillion and a half less than that. You printed up $10.6 trillion, which means we have to, well, let's do a little envelope math, about $15 trillion. And we had 5% growth. But, 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 but you spent four times the normal money. You get 5% growth? The whole damn thing's a Ponzi scheme. Not only shouldn't you pick a winner between a Nazi and a communist, KGB, whatever, you certainly can't afford to in a broke-ass country that can't exist Unless it keeps printing up more money. You want to talk about that a little bit? Well, Janet Yellen's got some ideas. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. 
I can't figure out how she got the job. It's not the Kamala Harris way. I mean, who would want her? But there's some kind of corruption here. Um, we have um, it, attempted to shield the energy sector um, from sanctions. That hasn't happened entirely. But I think I think that's appropriate given our objectives. But as I said, um, nothing is off the table in terms wow. of future sanctions. Yeah, she's clearly one of the brightest in the Biden administration. There's no question, because when you compare her to such noted, noted geniuses like the uh, the deputy secretary secretary of uh, defense. The issue of gas prices, uh, obviously, that's uh, a problem here at home already. They're skyrocketing. The U.S., uh, the average American in the U.S. is seeing the pain go up uh, exponentially, it feels like. And yes, the president has agreed to release another 30 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It's five days. Five days. That's what 30 million barrels is. You know, you bought your 600,000 or 540,000 from Putin today. The answer is really quite simple, but the answer doesn't fit the narrative of the American National Socialist Worker Party head, Biden. Because he doesn't want a thriving America. He cannot afford to have you not dependent on the state. This is how they keep their power. This is how they keep their corruption. This is why no one wants to look at the link between the American Marxist mafia and the Democrats and the corrupt oligarchs in Ukraine or the corrupt oligarchs in Russia to the Republican Party, the Bush wing, the Cheney wing. But you have a bipartisan problem now. You really do. And until the restraints in this country are put on the only people they should be, the politicians, you're just going to get more propaganda, more misinformation. And it won't be long we'll be dedicating a road and a holiday to a Nazi here. You mark my words. It won't be long. And I don't just mean... Bush's uh, grandfather, Prescott Bush. I mean, it won't be long before this is really a problem on our shores because Liz Cheney revealed another little problem I have. You all know how we have a congressman named Raskin, right? You know that his father is a well-known Marxist. In fact, he started a a Marxist group, a Marxist think tank. His name is Raskin. Now, his wife is going to be on our treasury, thanks to the Biden morons. But we've got another problem. Looks like the establishment Republicans are cozy with said Raskin. One of the people who has been, who's become a very good friend of mine in the last several months is Jamie Raskin, congressman from Maryland. And uh, when Jamie and I first met, we were on the floor of the House. We were elected the same year, Democrat, obviously I'm Republican. And uh, Jamie and I were talking and he said to me, you know, I'm a constitutional law professor. And I said, oh, that's wonderful. And he Mm -hmm. said, I've written some books. I said, you know what, why don't you send me? I'd love to see, uh, you know, one of your books. And he was very sheepish and quiet for a minute. And he said, well, he said, my most recent book is about how George Bush and Dick Cheney stole the election in 2000. <laughs> 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 said, well, I don't really need that one. You can <laughs> give me one of the other ones. It's nice that she could forgive it, but wouldn't that disqualify him from being on a committee? If he wrote a book? that claims George W. Bush was illegitimate? See, in a country with any kind of standards, it would. But in the Democrat mafia, that's a resume booster. He's got a better resume than Kamala Harris. Of course, he's not half as much fun on a lunch date. That's the downside with him. Let's listen to some more of Liz, who's aging beautifully. 
But I do recall very vividly sitting on the inaugural platform in January of 2001. And so, you know, we'd gone through the 37 days and um, all the way up to the Supreme Court twice and had this unbelievable. Boy, that's one thing we never got to do. People who uh, questioned if 81 million of their fellow Americans were stupid enough or corrupt enough to vote for this 50 year political whore you now refer to as president. We never got to really bring it up to the court. They used their trickery. Same kind of judges that have protected Madigan for 50 years. I know I'm getting texts. Oh, he was indicted. He'll never do a day because he's protected by the corrupted Chicago judicial system. The same one in where the, the, the one of the Supreme Court justices is married to another gangster, Eddie Burke. Did Eddie Burke go down today? Whole damn thing's a joke. That's why Liz Cheney should laugh it up with her new pal Raskin who's an American Marxist that would make Vladimir Putin say, hmm, you got some good ideas, kid. That's the real problem. Our politicians have been corrupted. They're not just owned financially. They're owned ideologically. This is the real problem. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, the answer. We take care of our own. See it. I think you just need to have the information. There are people out there, and I I realized this long ago, who think the American public is too stupid for information. So they steer you with misinformation. They redact information, or they simply censor it. I think that's the problem. But that is always going to be the problem, because those among us who think they're better than you are always going to try to control you. I'm simply giving you the information. We got a text from a never-Trumper, and it's a copy to a link of the Wall Street Journal Twitter, and it says... To Ukrainian Jews, this is the Wall Street Journal, Russian President Vladimir Putin's false claim that Kiev is controlled by American-sponsored neo-Nazis is an insult to the memory of the Holocaust, especially now that Moscow is indiscriminately shelling Ukrainian cities. Now, what I said to you was that six years ago, they came up with this nifty little song of Stepan Bandera. I don't know how you can't just snap your fingers to this. And the reason they did that, according to the Israeli or the Times of Israel, Times of Israel. So I'll take the opinion of the Times of Israel over never Trumpers, Tom from Deer Park and all other Democrat scum. Not that he's a Democrat. He, he thinks he's too sophisticated to not be one. But I say he is a passive Democrat. And here's what else he said. Abhorrent that you told the dupes this. Idiots believe everything you say. This is what Tom in Deer Park thinks of you. So here's what we're going to do, Bunny. Tom in Deer Park is blocked from my show forever. Tom in Deer Park is now blocked on my phone forever. And it's not because he disagreed with me. It is because he called my listeners idiots. Because he doesn't want you to think, just like the Democrats and 80% of the Republicans. I told you in the very beginning, and I told you weeks ago, if Putin is going to cause this kind of mayhem cut his head off but we're under this impression there are war crimes rather than the fact war itself is a crime we're under this impression that if they use vacuum bombs and what's the other one that called cluster bombs you know the ones that we invented by the way we we us america all the companies that the cheneys hold stock in that's who came up with these bombs russians just parlayed it built on top of it that's that's somehow a war crime but if we kill you in a way that we approve of well then that's just war Can you figure that nonsense out? It makes about as much sense as the American foreign policy has for the last 80 years. I say the whole world must learn of our peaceful ways. 
by force. There you go. That should be one of the collaborators. He could be bipartisan. That's the Democrats and Republicans. Peter, River North. Sean, can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. Okay, listen, this whole thing uh, in the Ukraine is about gas, and that's it. It's not about democracy. It's not about NATO expansion, even though that's a part of it, okay? Can you change the word, though, for me? Can you change the word? Because gas, this is what what housewives think oil is. I want you to just, (laughs) just say money. Can you just say money? Yeah. And I think that'll cover money. it all because, you know, you have to remember, people forget this, between Ukraine and Russia, it's 25% of wheat. 25% worldwide, right. let alone just two. You know, I mean, so there's a lot of commodities. Russia and Ukraine yeah. are both rich in commodities, yet they've been fighting like this for a thousand years. And they're always going to fight here, like here. this because it's, it's, a, it's a competition of corruption, which I reject on our shores and I reject there. And I certainly don't want to send one dollar, one dollar, not one or one human life. That's an American life. Let them all feast among themselves. And as far as the people that don't like it, now you come here. You'll make a good American. You want liberty and freedom? Come here. But those days are gone, brother. We just got different parties of different corruptions. And if they want to be a slave here or there is what they have to choose. Go ahead. Yeah, well, basically, uh, this war, America is using Ukraine to find, fight Russia instead of the United States fighting Russia. Um, one, 90% of Europe's gas comes from three areas, Norway, Russia, and, and Algeria, and the rest of it is LNG gas, okay? The, Nor- the Norway fields are being depleted rapidly. That's why they built Nord Stream 2, to, to uh, make up for that loss, okay? So what it, Trump put a kibosh on it for, uh, you know, for national security reasons, and when Biden came in there and he took it off, right, under pressure, the Germans said, hey, this is a commercial thing, it's not for political reasons or anything like that. So Biden said, okay, but then Biden said to him, okay, but on one condition, if Russia goes into Ukraine at any time, you've got to put a kibosh on this Nord Stream 2. Guess what? Two weeks later, Russia goes into uh, Ukraine, and all of a sudden Nord Stream 2 is not there anymore. The reason why, Sean, you look at, look at the 2020 numbers for LNG companies in America. They made more money than they ever have in their entire lives. They want to take that vacuum. From the Nor- uh, from Norway's fields to fill it with LNG uh, liquefied natural gas, which costs two or three times higher than piped in gas, but they're forcing it down to Europeans to buy at that price. That's the only reason. This is a gas war, okay? This Money, is number one gas. War. And I, I go, Sean. I've been I've been to Russia and Ukraine twelve times in my lifetime, twice under communism, and what's going on over there with those, as you said, Stepan Bandera. It's an unholy alliance between the Jewish Zelensky, which is unbelievable. The irony is unbelievable that this guy is Jewish, and he made an alliance with the Azov Battalion, the right sector, as I call the Banderitsi, to go into eastern Eastern Ukraine to bomb them for eight years. 13,000 people died, okay? And no one said one thing for eight years, and all of a sudden the world is looking at this like, Hey, what's going on? They did nothing for eight years. Eight years. It's not. I, yeah, I agree with everything you said, except when you said it's unbelievable. You explained to me how an American yeah. Jew could vote for the Democrat mafia here after the atrocities that they have perpetrated on the Jewish people for I, the last 150 years. Okay. You explained it. To yeah. Me. So as you, you know, as you said, money, as you said, money, if, money, if, money. If you go to if you if you go to Kiev and Lvov, see, there's no bombing in Lvov. You know where Lvov is, right? It's by the Polish border. It's sure, the richest it's right part there. of the Ukraine financially. The reason why the East is having all this bombing going on is because 75 to 80% of all Ukrainian wealth 
is in the east and the south where the Russian speakers are, okay? One-third of all Ukrainians speak Russian as a first language. One-sixth of all Ukrainians are actual Russians. All the industry and all the wheat fields, all the corn fields, all the barley fields, all the steel mills are in the east. That's where it is. If they lose that, they cease to be a country. So that's why it's all the military is there. There's yeah. nothing in Lvov except... You know, a couple of barley fields, man. That's it. There's nothing out there. No heavy industry, nothing. Peter, I appreciate the call. Now find me, Ihor Kolomoisky. I want to know where that fat bastard is. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. We'll be back with the rest of your calls after this. AM560, the answer. I think the best way to sum up Ukraine and the problems therein is that both the president before, the one that looked like Wayne Newton, I believe he bribed Paul Manafort, right? Wasn't he $14 million? And then you got the uh, current one, or the regime, anyway, bribed Hunter Biden. And they worked hand in glove. And I think that guy also, didn't he bribe both of them? Right? Because he was the president when Hunter Biden was on the thing. So you got bipartisan bribery. Maybe that explains bipartisan support. And maybe it explains why they don't want to talk about the people. They want to talk about the infiltration of the National Socialist Worker Party, the real deal Nazis. They even got the old SS uniforms. I, w- I wonder what I could have sold my Uncle Mikey's for. Of course, I never know what happened to him. Jesse Hammond. Hey, uh, Sean, how you doing? Good, how are you? Uh, hey, why don't, why don't the U.N., uh, with the support of America, with the, you know, the full agreement of America, the U.N. just mass a bunch of troops from all the other UN countries, mass them, out, mass them on the Polish border, and tell the Russians, hey, enough. Enough of the bombing of the women, women and children and, and of the people of Ukraine. Yeah, well, you should have killed uh, him. We, you should have killed him when he said he was going to go in. should have killed Putin. Don, over yeah, with. Yeah. Who wants to go but, in now? Right? I mean, that's how you do well, it. You know, Who wants to go in yeah, now? I know, but... You know, I mean, but here's the thing, too, Jesse. Do you really haven't you done enough for Poland? Do you really want to put the U.N. troops there? Are you aware of the scandals of the U.N. troops, the accusations of rape and mayhem and robbery that the U.N. troops have committed throughout the world? I mean, is the U.N. the good guy? You know, you got to take a look at some of this stuff, brother. I was going to do that. I have got a lot of U.N. clips. You should see the Mm -hmm. reputation those soldiers have all over the world. It's really not as good as you You know, Jesse, we're individuals, brother, and there are good ones and there are real bad ones problem is we have a tendency to think of organizations as if they're all good and that's the problem thank you jesse i really appreciate the call but i remember thinking what an idiot george w bush was do you remember this whole thing i still think it's funny the look in his eyes he's got a good soul there have been times when we've agreed on issues and there's been time when we haven't agreed on issues мы считаем что в этом случае не будет никакой необходимости размещать не новые объекты в европе имеется в виду в чехии и в Uh, in this case, there'd be no need to uh, place any more facilities in New York, in Europe. I mean, um, this uh, facility in Czech Republic and the missile base in Poland. There is a missile base in Poland. Huh. First of all, I would like to thank the host for their invitation. Do I trust him? Yeah, I trust him. Do I like everything he says? No. And I suspect he doesn't like everything I say. Did anybody get a comment from George W. Bush? Anybody? What's George W. Bush think? Oh, right. He's owned. He's owned by the military-industrial complex. He'll step and fetch. Good old George. I think he's got a nephew that's running in Texas. Anybody know how that guy did? I, uh, I already know how they're going to do. They're going to do just great. 
because the American people are going to buy the same BS year in and year out, and they're going to ignore the success of the Democrat mafia right here in this country. I was actually celebrating her 12th birthday when she was shot in the head. Now, this shooting happened on the corner of Oakley's West 72nd Street. And you can see this video here where multiple evidence markers were placed by police at the scene of the shooting last night. As that investigation began, police tell us a 12-year-old was shot in the back of the head while inside a vehicle with family. She was taken here to Comer Children's Hospital. And cr- now, is she more or less important? Should she have more or less attention? Than the atrocities in Ukraine, because we got atrocities right in Chicago, Illinois. She more or less important than the kids who were killed in Yemen with our bombs by the Saudis. How, where where's the ranking? Does anybody have a chart? Is there any type of chart on this stuff? I don't know. Maybe Bush could talk reason to me. But we're able to say it in a way that uh, uh, shows mutual respect. Oh, there you go. Mutual take missile defense. He just laid out a vision. I think it's very sincere. I think it's innovative. I think it's strategic. But as I told Vladimir, I think that the Czech Republic and Poland need to be an integral part of a system. I mean, maybe we should whistle him. What's he painting? Is he walking the dog? I mean, if it's so dire, why doesn't anybody want to talk to the Russians? I mean, we're just willing to throw a lot of money around. Do we have any money? I don't know. Do we, I, I, don't, I don't know if we do. The, the announcement that, that releasing more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve backfired big time. I think they tried to do it in time for the uh, for the State of the Union, it, it, but you know, it's all fracking theater. If they wanted to solve the problems. It's simple: take the handcuffs off the American people instead of obligating them to debt and decisions. Very few support until you propagandize them. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I remember when I was a kid, I think it was the Montesquieu, if I'm not mistaken, wrote a book years, years after America had uh, had uh, been established and the frontiersmen and that rugged individuality. It was right around the turn of the century. And he said, Americans are unlike any other humans. They, they uh, long to be free. They have a sense of liberty that's ingrained in their bone marrow. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And I used to be so proud of that. I used to think, man, oh, man, there's no way socialism, there's no way totalitarianism could ever take hold here. We just are Americans. We're never going to take it. And then the year 2020 happened. And I saw a bunch of scared, fat welfare roaches bend knee to a corrupt government. And I said, boy, oh, boy, was I wrong. So I was really inspired when I saw my fellow Americans say, that's it, I'm going to be free. But ironically... It didn't happen here. It happened in Canada. And now it seems to be spreading. Derek DePoe, Midwest Freedom Convoy to D.C. Derek DePoe is the lead truck coordinator for the Midwest Freedom Convoy to D.C. Derek, do you have a rock hammer that you can dig yourself out of solitary confinement like Andy Dufresne? 
I will definitely do my best. Did you ever think you'd be alive to see a time when the idea of Americans espousing for their own freedom and liberty was so controversial that you had to worry if you drove through Illinois, although it is a sewer, corrupt, Democrat, mafia-run state, you would uh, lose your license or be incarcerated or be met with fascism? Did you ever think you'd see that in the Midwest of Chicago or in the Midwest of America? Oh, I sure as heck hope I didn't. I mean, I've only been out in the States now 17 years. I'm actually originally from Canada myself. You know, what is it? Um, I always would make fun of Canada. I'm going to be quite frank with you because it was like America yep. light. And they used to have this idea that they could be socialist, and then you had those Mounties in the costume I never got. But I do love Dudley Do-Right. And then I would laugh every time I would see like, the healthcare system, and you had a, a prime minister that had to go to the Mayo Clinic for heart surgery. And I thought to myself... Man, oh, man, that's got to be expensive. And I met a Canadian, and you realize how much you people are taxed. It's just insanity. And uh, we're working oh, yeah. our way up. We're working our way up to that. But do you think that finally this, this, this buffoon, this showgirl that you have as a prime minister today, um, went too far, and Canada has a better chance of being freer than America for the first time since America was created? Well, if Canada, if Canada stands up to them a little bit harder, they sure as heck can make it very easy and quick. What are some of the atrocities you experienced? I read stories that your money was being seized from banks, that um, people who supported you were being harassed and having their money seized. Is all that as true as I believe it was when I read it? Uh, I've heard from several Canadians that uh, that is the fact. Uh, the worst part of it is still the fact that they had their... Uh, police force and UN planes in North Bay, bringing UN troops in to assist with the uh, <laughs> the peaceful convoy protests. So the UN just walks right in Canada, and before uh, oh, they're buddies, they just walk right in Canada, and they're going to deploy the UN tr- troops on the freedom convoy, but not so much yep. on the advancing Russians or on the corrupt Ukrainians. There, the UN has certain standards they won't meet. I mean. What is the talk among you at night? What is it that you're trying to achieve? And do you think you can achieve the idea of liberty and freedom? Or do you think that we really are set to this kind of government slavery that we're, you know, Canada has always been under, but that we are now accustomed to worldwide, where governments are the ones that are going to control every aspect of the citizen's life? Well, there's one thing that people need to keep in their in the back of their minds is that's the one piece of paper that we that we have here in America that no other country holds, and that is our Constitution. And there's too there's far too many people in this country that are willing to do whatever it takes to maintain it. I love that. So, are you anticipating? Are you hearing a murmur that you're going to be harassed in Illinois? Uh, we've heard a few different stories. Obviously, I'm, I'm expecting resistance in places like Minneapolis, St. Paul, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, I've heard Champaign. We're not going through Chicago. That was probably a smart choice. Smart. All, all That's what all. I was going to try and accomplish with you today. <laughs> I mean, there's no point, brother. Go around this son of a well, We are by far the most corrupt. In fact, we've got a guy 50 years, been a gangster. Irish guy, little tiny short-in-the-pants gangster. His name's Mike Madigan. He's 80 years old. He's been robbing the people since he was 30. These idiots in Chicago are celebrating an indictment of a lawyer who's going to stretch out the case for 10 years. So the governor that's now sitting there, I have the under over of him being in, uh, mentioned in the indictment 16 times. And you know what? He'll get reelected in this sewer state. So my advice to you, brother, oh, yeah. is go around it. The food's better in Indiana. The people are friendlier. And if you've got a few chubby guys with you, you're going to blend in in Indiana. Everybody's chubby. 
<laughs> I agree. All right, so I just I want to wish you the best of luck. Where can the people go to support you is the most important thing. Well, we have a website set up. It's called the Great American Patriot Project dot org. And then on our Facebook page, uh, which is let me pull that up quick. Yeah, go ahead. Take your time. Uh, no, are you driving though? I don't want to see you wrap yourself around the car. It might have my wife in it for God's sakes. Oh no no! I'm I'm sitting in park here right now, but right. there's the Midwest Freedom Con Midwest Freedom Convoy to D.C. in brackets is American Freedom Convoy. Derek, I mean this in the, in the, in the, in the best sense of the way. To me, America is not a place. To me, America is an idea. It's an ideology, mm-hmm. and Americans are all over. And when I hear you talk, even with the Canadian accent that I'm dying to make fun of, but I won't because I respect you. Oh, when, I, when I uh, when I hear you, I realize. You're a better example of an American than any Chicago scumbag Democrat that votes for these corrupt mafia. So I want to say how proud I am of you. And I mean that in, 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 in not a condescending way. But I am so proud that you bring me back to when I used to read about the spirit of an American written and articulated so, so, so well that it's been documented by numerous authors. But the Montesquieu was my favorite, and he made me feel mm-hmm. that I was always going to be free. And the reality is, if you take your eye off the ball before you know it, you're going to have fat Democrats taking your business away and putting you under house arrest and controlling your life. So I want to say, on behalf of America, you, my friend, make me proud because you're a better American than half of my constituents. So thank you so much, and I want you to keep it up. Yeah. And uh, I am going to go there and support you, okay? Now, it's not going to be much. Now, I'm so. overtaxed. I'm overworked. I'm overtaxed. So don't get crazy now. It'll have just one zero on it, okay? Maybe two. No worries. All right, Derek. Thank you so much for coming on. I truly appreciate it. Keep up the good work and then blow the horn for me just one time. I would if I had If I was in my semi, I'd be happy to. All right. Well, just when you get in, no one will know but me and you. Thank you very much, Derek, for coming <laughs> on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. If you're on the line, stay there. 312-642-5600 if you want to be. I'll be right back. AM560, the answer. I says, Pig Pen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the <laughs> hammer down. Cause we got Get on there and support that guy. You know what gas is, man? I mean, you know what these idiots have done to the economy, and it's not just our economy. It's everyone's economy. I mean, just morons, and their whole thing is they like it like this. This is part of the eco-Nazi plan, so you don't drive as much. See, they need you to need them, because if you should wake up from this coma of the Marxist mafia Democrat Party's witchcraft, their Svengalis, then you'd be an American. They cannot afford for that, because an American would never allow the restraints to be on them. They would never allow themselves to be victims of the corruption we just take for granted. I had to watch that thing last night. Man, oh man. I mean, unbelievable. It was, it, not only are they just obviously corrupt and morons, they're a thousand years old. Nancy Pelosi raised up her little chicken hands. Her hands look like chicken after it's been soaking for a month. It's like pink and gross. She's a hundred years old, like Mike Madigan, 80. Everyone's celebrating the indictment. Yeah, he'll, he won't do a date. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? Good. How are you, Robert? Listen, I wanted to just commentate and say, nice work yesterday with you and Dan Prof. That <laughs> You made a painful experience very funny and fun to watch. 
Wasn't because yeah, I never. You... I was a little worried. I talked a lot because you know I can't watch that stuff. I normally watch it in clips where I could put yeah. the phone down and swear. At yeah. The, at the absolute morons that put these corrupt bastards in this position, I couldn't. Uh, I had to watch it. I had to sit there. So I, you know, my wife's like, "You're yelling too much." So I don't know. That was pretty good though, and I mean, I'll keep yeah. on trucking of two to those uh, truck drivers out there. And God bless you. We we need you guys out there and gals. You do a great job, and that's all I have to say today, Sean. Thank you very much, Robert. Just think, three more of those things to go. My word. Ditches. Brent Chanahan. Is that how you say that? Yeah. All right. How are you, Brett? Good. Good. Hey, I want to say that uh, George W. Bush and uh, Hunter Biden kind of had the same story. Drug-riddled... Uh, Military wannabes that got kicked out of the military. Yeah, but George Bush, George Bush never liked right. cocaine. He just liked how it smelled. Yeah. Hunter liked to light right, it up. Well, it's a lot different. So, well, same, same vice. Yeah. Anyways, Peter was right with uh, Ukraine. The LNG, I mean, Putin's going to cut out $2 billion that uh, he was paying Ukraine. Yeah. Evading, I mean, I, not good. But well, I mean, here's the thing: probably, and also it's a warm water port for them to get. I mean, it's always about the money, brother, and that's the that's the main thing. It's going to always be about the money, and uh, the the reality is the people are going to suffer. It's always the people that are victimized by the corruption that suffer, just like Chicago, Illinois. There are those people that are in on it, and they get it fine. They love it. They love it that way. At mafia-run stuff. Then there are the people who think that they benefit from it. Those are the willing slaves who capitulate because they want free housing, they want free food, they want free education, they want free health care. So they'll take whatever abuse you can give them. But the reality is they might hopefully one day wake up. The corruption in this country, the systemic corruption, which is the only thing that is systemic in this country, it's growing by the minute. You saw it, really, the example of it, exemplified. In that room last night. It's an atrocity. And everybody they showed should be standing there with numbers under their name. Randy Donnelly. How are you, Randy? Yes, I am. Hi. How are you? So you uh, you heard my show, and I told you about my Uncle Mikey. My Uncle Mikey, who I love to death. <laughs> now you're going to rub it in because I didn't <laughs> go and pilfer his estate. He did have, uh, he never had any kids, but he had a nephew and a niece. He loved to death, uh-huh. and I think they got it. So now tell me, how much did I lose? Uh, three of them were black SS uniforms. Or one was gray. Okay. Uh, all, the stuff, minimum, all the stuff. All the stuff. Well, the, the, the gray one was probably still SS. If, if he got two SS uniforms, he probably ended up with three. But the gray one would have been Waffen SS, which is more of a, a combat fighting troop instead of the elite, uh, the elite black guard, you know. Whereas... Uh, uh, difference in price. Uh, the the black elite uniforms sell for a bare minimum, bare minimum of five thousand. They go up up to fifteen thousand, and the uh, the gray one uh, could be as little as three, but probably five to seven anyway. Really? Yep. They bring huge money. Yeah. So now he so. he survived the invasion of Normandy and the Battle of the Bulge. Uh-huh. He was a character. Man. Yeah. I mean, he was a real character. So he, he always was around during the day. And I'd be like, Uncle Mikey, you know, how come you're not working? He goes, I worked enough in World War II. 
for five yeah. lifetimes. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy myself. He enjoyed himself. He went around. But if I had these, and he had all their guns, too, by the way. Oh, he had their guns. Oh, my one, God. One of it had the, wow. he had the, he had the old, that's how I learned how to shoot, was on that German gun. What the hell's the name of it? My mind went blank. You know, the, the, the Mauser or Luger. No, the Luger. The Luger. He had all the Lugers. Okay. Yeah. And then he, sure. one, of them had, one of them had the gray one had a sword. I'm 90% sure I remember wow. a sword, but I was a kid. But now if Incredible. I own this and I wanted to go to your auction house, how do I do it? Yep. Simple. <laughs> all you'd have to do is uh, uh, literally call me. I come to the homes and, and pick most of this stuff up. But if people even brought it here, once, once they can sign it, you know, do the paperwork, Boy, we put it online. We are uh, it just absolutely uh, have thousands and thousands of people bidding, and um, uh, it goes for huge money, huge money. And uh, uh, and what we do then uh, is is very simply uh, uh, we do all the the shipping and everything else we collect, and people get paid inside thirty days. You know, I, did you put my fifty dollar bid in on that Cadillac? No, it's, uh, right. I think you said 5000 and I can't right. well, get on it. I'm trying to weasel you down a little bit, but all right, 5000 is fine. Let me know if we get that thing, can you? I will, for sure. He's Randy Donnelly. You are a sponsor so, to my show. And- I, I am, and but I want you to know, not only a sponsor, I listen to your show. I listen to your show. It's so important. I hope Thank everybody you. does. We, we need you. I mean, oh, what Randy. you do for, for us, you know, for the... The people that don't have the voice, uh, you know, what you do is just absolutely incredible. I thank you every day. Thank you, Randy, and I hope you enjoy your audit because you're guaranteed to get one now, kid. Listen, I'm kidding. (laughs) Thank you very much, Garland. He's going to look right over my show. Thank you very much. Randy Donnelly, ladies and gentlemen, auction. Go there to buy. Go there to sell. Thank you so much, Randy. Um, That's right. Kira Elgin. Hey, Sean, it's Kira. I wanted to say I'm proud of my husband who drove six hours down to Missouri to join the convoy while they were in Missouri. And then when he turned to go towards Illinois, of course, there was no participation, no people on viaducts, no flags, nothing. As, as he, and we did watch the debates yesterday. Debates, excuse me, it wasn't a debate. I'm sorry. We watched campaign speech. Yesterday. We, were, we were debating. No. It was awful. It was full of lies. It was gross to watch. I was, I felt nauseous. They the have, for the time. most part, they have for the most part been, become campaign fodder that used to actually represent something, right? Now there, there, they were uh, to a certain extent. Of course, there were some minor exaggerations, some exaggerations. Last night was bald face lying. Last night was evidence as to how unfit this eighty-year-old dementia patient is. Last night is evidence as to why a Democrat is delusional and why. Ukraine isn't the only one with big problems. Russia isn't the only yeah, one with big Sean, problems. Yeah, Sean, I wanted We've to say about fascists. the Ukraine. Yes. Sean, you know I'm Russian, so I just wanted to say that our relatives in the Ukraine, all just really quick, be careful what you're watching on TV. They're there. They're actually in the Ukraine, and they're just saying the media is not portraying it correctly on either side, Russia or Ukraine, and they're just saying don't believe the media, and that's all I'm going to say Kira, about that right Kira, now. Kira, I try to give I try to give like a perspective that you're not getting from a one-sided uh, bullet point media, which is what we get here. How many years? Yeah. How many decades? How many centuries has there been chaos between Ukraine and Russia? Forever, De- decades and decades for centuries, absolutely. Yeah, since Peter the Great. 
And exactly, since Peter the Great. And most people don't realize Brezhnev himself was Ukrainian. Uh, they don't realize the atrocities that were hidden by the American media. Well, Uncle Joe, you know, I said I said flippantly yesterday that it happened after World War Two. That that happened before World War Two when he starved the Ukrainians. I made a mistake yesterday. It was before World War Two. So, in other words, our own FDR knew what Stalin had had done to the Ukrainians, and he still supported them. He still partnered up with them. So this has always been a pick your favorite scumbag situation, and it's an atrocity. And I I want Americans to grow up. But uh, they're never going to cure it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good luck with your husband in Illinois. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, your uh, wish finally came true. They indicted uh, Madigan today. No, my, my, my wish was that the people would stop voting for people who were indicted on a regular basis. I laugh <laughs> when I look at the fact this is the most successful mafia figure in crime history. Fifty years he was a mafia boss. He's 79 yeah, they- years old with a law firm. He owns a law firm. So this indictment means absolutely nothing. He'll never see a day in jail. The reality what is he... I'm more interested in how many the times the sitting governor is mentioned in the indictment. Because yes. you know this fat slob and his family are so interwoven with the corruption of the Democrat mafia, you can't untangle it. It's like his, it's like his pasta that he thinks is what an appetizer. What if he flips, John? Who? Uh, Madigan. Starts, oh, starts singing like Brother. a bird. That's an old mafia boss. They don't flip. He's got no reason to flip. He's 80. You kidding me? He's not Italian. He hasn't gone to the bathroom in one stream in 30 years. Flip. (laughs) Kidding me? Prison might be fun for him. He could finally get away from that nag. Thank you very much, Don. Eating sandwiches and everything. Judy Lamont. Hey, Sean, love you, love your show. Um, I was just listening real quick just a few seconds ago. Kira was on, and I just want to tell her that uh, last night we got word at like 4 o'clock. I know there's different convoys going on out there, but we heard about the Midwest Freedom Convoy at 4 o'clock on a Facebook post, and my mom and my sister and my 86-year-old mom were out there on that overpass on 294 in Countryside, and we were hooping and hollering. We didn't see like a big convoy, but the trucks were beeping at us. We had flags. Did you have my shirt on? down and uh, it was freezing out there sean All right. <laughs> I, did, I did not have your shirt on i'm you so should have sorry said yes because it doesn't count if you don't have my shirt on no i'm kidding oh, okay i'll let no, kira counts. know thank yes, you please. judy and thank All you right, so thank much you. for Take listening care. Bye-bye. and calling we'll be back with the rest of your calls right after this am 560 the answer it's too damn high the rent is too damn high guy that's the next american party Oh, yeah, that guy, he's coming back. <laughs> you didn't see Bidenflation. Where do you get the rent now? Dave in Orlando. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good. How are you, buddy? Excellent. Excellent. Hey, thanks for helping me get through that feeble, fascist, verbal diarrhea last night. It was fun listening to you and Prop ripped on it. It was it? Because, you know, I never know how it sounds. You know, I never know how any of this sounds. Oh, it's great. But, so, know, they, sorry we couldn't see you, but we got Prof looking with his baseball cap the whole time, looking up. <laughs> uh, well, it's <laughs> funny because he could see me. I don't know what the hell was going on. I can't. You know, I, I was thought I was doing it in the studio. I had like 17 minutes to make it back to my condo, and I did. But um, to sit uh, there and watch that Sorry, your pizza was cold. Man, I, I didn't get the pizza. To watch Kamala oh. 
Can you imagine? I'd like to know the size of the stick that's up her derriere. Did you see the look on her face all night? Between that and, the, and Nancy Pelosi grubbing her chicken hands together, man, oh, oh man, that was a freak show. How about the guy that was went to Costa Rica? lemon drops or something. Nips. Those are nips. The old people love the nips, nips. from the Walgreens. She's Thank chewing you. on a nip, that yes. son of a gun. And to see oh that Bob Men- Menendez, if, oh. am I the only person that remembers he went to Costa Rica on the Dennis private jet? And got the hookers for fifty dollars a throw. The underage it's hookers. It's amazing nobody remembers that. They kept showing them. I said, "Look at Phenomenal. this," and they say, "Crime don't pay." I still want to see Mike but Madigan's the hard castle. Part was the video was like ten seconds past you and Proft. So you guys would comment on someone, and then ten seconds later, they'd show up on the screen. So it was kind of a little out of sync. Check it because it was a little little sync there. That's the one more thing. Here's an idea. Remember, you heard it from here. I want the, the Sean Unplugged Hour. One day a week, you pick the day, one extra hour. Sorry, uh-huh. Bunny, it's an extra hour. She's got to work. But uh-huh. you strictly off the radio on the web. Because yeah, you just at like one time, like a month ago, you got pulled off because there were men chasing balls. And you yeah. had an hour that were just on the Internet. And it was a blast. Oh, you were man. unplugged. You were unglued. And it was it was you uncensored. I so do one day a week, just do an extra Sean unplugged hour. Yeah. That's a blast to listen. That's to. that's Dave's long winded way of saying he likes it when I swear. Thank you very much, John in Chicago. Hey Sean, I uh, two things. First, I wanted to thank you for giving a cigar to my friend who got in the motorcycle crash about two months ago. Um, oh. I was in your shop. Yes, doing- yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, he's doing great. It was a miraculous occurrence. You know, he fell off going 35 down an on-ramp on um, getting onto Mannheim Road. He was only in the hospital a few days, and he was up and walking very soon. Well, and thank we're going to smoke yeah. that cigar. We're going to yeah. smoke that cigar this week. So good. Um, good. Yeah, and the uh, other thing. Yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, the previous caller uh, about talking about uh, Russia-Ukraine stuff. Um, you know, being a younger guy, being really tuned into, you know, Christianity, um, we have to not forget about the spiritual side of this conflict. A lot of the, the rhino, the rhino guys never talk about anything. It's all, it's a very big situation. And, um, and there's not a rich man that's going to die in this. Only the poor victims of the political corruption. They'll be the only ones to die. The rich ones are already in Cyprus. On both sides exactly. of the issue, this is one kind and, and it's tragic. And they use the they use the people. I think the hardest part, John, is to watch them use the victims of the stupidity. This is a stupid conflict, and they yep. use it to profit because you know that one side's going to profit, and it's just and the other one's profiting as well as through our policies. We're enriching the very fascist that's going in and creating chaos against the other fascists. I mean, it's just yep. sickening, John. It's sickening. And the last last thing is, I hope people. Do take note of the the Ukrainian Orthodox Church and the canonical church. That's something no one here talks about outside of our Orthodox Christian circles. The the fake Ukrainian church was set up by our State Department, and it's a graceless church, basically, and it's it's a complete clown show. And I hope some people can maybe research the uh, the fake 
OCU. John, you got a bunch of Catholics that are celebrating the fact this 80-year-old dimwit whose main policy is so that women can kill their babies for free had ashes on his head today, and people are saying he's a practicing Catholic. So you really think you're going to get help here, brother? you got about 0.05% of the people that understand what you're talking about. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call, and I appreciate the kind words, and I'm glad that your friend is better. And uh, when he is better, please let him know who will probably be president by the time he's doing jumping jacks. And it's not somebody he's going to like. The Ukrainian ambassador has said the only way to really hit Putin where it hurts is to go after his oil and gas sector. And some senators agree, Republican and Democrat. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin, for example, mentioned that the U.S. is still currently buying approximately 600,000 barrels of of crude and uh, other petroleum products every single day. Is that on the table? Is that something that the administration would continue, would consider in terms of further sanctions, cutting off the oil and gas? Uh, part of the economy for Russia? Well, as you know, that on this issue, for example, we applaud Germany in terms of what it has done as it relates to Nord Stream 2, as it relates to what we need to do domestically as well as, as what we need to do in terms of this issue generally. We have, as the president said, uh, reevaluated what we're doing in terms of the strategic oil reserve here in the United States to make sure that it will not have an impact or we can mitigate the impact on the American consumer. Uh, but let's, let's take this one step at a time. I'm understanding that right now on the issue of energy, our allies have stood firm and unified in a way that Word many of the salad. pundits didn't predict would happen it's yummy, um, yummy. to ensure that we are, we are unified in our approach to this issue. Yeah, she got the job because of her intellect. I don't know if you saw her last night, but all she needed was a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. She looked like Joe Campbell to me. I can't be the only one who thought that. Uh, but I remember the cigarette commercial in Russia. If you smoke, smoke mrutjetsnets. Murzhnitsnets are not merely the finest, the coolest, and the best cigarettes in Russia. They are the only cigarettes in Russia. Boy, oh boy. Finally, they had Kamala Harris doing their commercials. And what is the whole conflict about Kamala? Can you help us? If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country Uh. called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. That's all you need to know. Now support mommy. These Democrats, I can't tell who is uh, less likable. Is it Kamala Harris or is it the other bright star of the Democrat Party and the other intellect think tank, Cori Bush? If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you find yourself about to commit sexual assault, blow the whistle until someone else stops you. And this country is supposed to help other countries? Look at these idiots, you morons elected. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. Now you're talking, kid. That's almost as catchy as that Russian or that Ukrainian tune to the Nazi. That was a good one, too. The one that didn't exist. You know, there's times of Israel way off, way off. It's all propaganda, right? One thing's for sure, the cure for how we are really feeling the ramifications of Bidenomics, the insanity that long before the conflict in Ukraine and Russia. What do you think the answer is going to be? 
Because I can't help but notice every time they make a mistake, every time they destroy the quality of our lives, not only do they make more money, like the investors at Berkshire Hathaway, but what else happens is they pat themselves on the back. You ever notice this? Oh, good one. Great idea. Solar and wind is a crock of dung. It's all subsidized. It does not produce energy. It certainly doesn't produce cost-effective energy. The only thing it produces is subsidies and bribery politically. It would not exist. None of it would not exist without government corruption. Oil, combustibles, and coal that has kept man in this country fat and happy is clean. Their premise is wrong. It's a weapon, a weapon against your freedom, just like this war is. So when these political pimps and whores tell you they could feel your pain, they can't. They're lying. They don't buy things. It's just part of the package we give them with their employment agreement. So when you hear their ideas, recognize the fact that they don't give a rip about you. And then take a look at the news tonight on the south side of Chicago and the ghettos that they build. Those are the areas with the most government intervention. That's going to be the future of America if you keep these Democrats in office. Let's talk about high priorities when it comes to inflation. The new CBS poll found 70% of Americans disapprove of the administration's handling of inflation. What do you say to those people who say gas prices are just too high, I can't get peanut butter, everything costs more? What are you going to do? Listen, people are struggling, especially working people, in terms of the, the price of gas and food. And, and the, the reasons include what we need to do to address what happened through, through the pandemic in terms of supply chain issues, um, which was a reduction of the availability of goods, and so the prices went up. We also need to deal with one of the biggest issues, which is the cost of living. It's too expensive for working families. Unless you're in on the scam. They haven't had problem getting anything. Their cost of living is irrelevant. You're paying for all of it. That room last night, as you look at those chambers, every single person there is worth at least $6 million. Not a one of them worked. Not a one of them. The ones that did, they're not going to take their ideas because their ideas aren't to make them more greasy and fat. It's to turn over capitalism and freedom back to the country that was the strongest, was the richest now lives on a lie perpetrated by liars, even if they're in diapers. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's... Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. I should never have to watch clips before I come into a segment because I Catholics didn't have enough to be embarrassed about. Diapers Biden just got off of a, or out of his car with the ashes on his forehead. This fifty-year political whore who, for sixty-two minutes yes last night, lied to the faces of the American people. In any other occupation lying is frowned upon it's actually you can get fired for it in politics you get hired for it it's something to watch for a novice even somebody who uh spent his time as a trader i however do not have the economic degrees that our next guest has joel griffith 
He's currently the research fellow for the Institute of Economics, Freedom, and Opportunity at the Heritage Foundation. Imagine what it's like to watch it when you know that beyond the shadow of a doubt, everything he said is bull dung. Joel, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Doing well. So here's the thing. I know a little bit about economy, a little bit. And I also know that America uses 20.5 million barrels a day. I actually looked it up. When I was older or when I was younger, I remember we were up to about 14 million barrels a day. Now we're at 20.5 million barrels a day. I also know that when we have something called the strategic oil reserve, it's not very good strategy to release that son of a gun when you don't have to, seeing how you acquired it at around $21 a barrel if you were to fund it out over the reserves. How much economic atrocity is the Biden administration perpetrating on the American people? Uh, well, you just ask the typical family. I think most of us realize that our cost of living is accelerating far beyond the value of our paychecks, and that's a direct result of government policies over this past year and a half. Of course, they've been trying to blame it on COVID, but we now know that a lot of these restrictions were senseless and it suppressed supply. And then, of course, all the money printing, all the spending, $6 trillion worth of additional spending over the last few years, people like us were warning that there are going to be consequences. There's no such thing as a free lunch, and yet they continued on this mission to just distribute tens of billions, hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars across the, the economy and had the Federal Reserve printing trillions. In fact, I was running through these numbers uh, earlier today. Just over the past few years, the Fed has printed enough cash 50000 bucks per family afford. Of course there's going to be consequences. We are warning about this, and now we're paying for it. And he continues to blame it on COVID. And, of course, now the latest scapegoat is blaming this economic malaise on Russia. And Ru what Russia's doing is awful. It's wrong. But that is not the cause of our economic problems right now. No, the cause of our economic problems were sitting in one room last night. And it is truly a bipartisan issue because the Republican scallywags, have the same damn answers. But here's my real question to you, because this is beyond corruption. We've printed over $10 trillion a year, a year, since the, the pandemic has um, forever changed the, the trajectory of our nation as they tried to mimic the velocity of money. So now they're going to do something that I've never even heard of. You're going to raise rates at a time when the only economic growth you can point to is subsidized. How does that not end into a depression? A. B. Who makes the money on the debt? I can't find anybody to give me a good answer. <laughs> well, yeah, I can give you some answers on that. The, uh, the $30 trillion right now that we owe um, is owned by bondholders. Um, so that's uh, many investors across the country. But here's the crazy thing. Trillions of dollars of that debt is owned by the Federal Reserve. So Bingo. That's the what I'm happened. interested in. That's the money I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah, so so when the Fed collects interest payments on that debt, they actually remit that money to the Treasury. And it makes it appear as if somehow the federal government is actually benefiting, profiting off a big part of that debt because they end up collecting interest payments on the money they owed. It's a racket. But we know this is all smoke and mirrors. In effect, what's going on is what's called monetization of the debt, wherein we end up printing more to pay the interest on the debt. You have the Fed printing more to buy up more bonds, and that ultimately results in two things. It can result in higher prices, which is a big part of the reason why we're seeing higher prices now, because we're devaluing our currency by printing all these resources. 
And I think even most importantly, um, it actually causes an inefficient allocation of capital um, to actually fund government operations. And we know that when you put money in the hands of government, it's, it doesn't create wealth. Now, funds left in the hands of investors and businesses, that's what creates wealth. That's what buys new machinery. That's what actually researches technology that can make all of us more productive. And when you go ahead and divert so much of our economic output, about a third of it, to the federal government, you end up with less productivity, less economic growth, and it's a big part of the reason why our economy is slowing down. and has been slowing down for years, even before COVID happened. Our growth rate was declining, and that's because our government continued to gobble up so much of the wealth that's created each and every year by our still somewhat free economic system. Joel, I remember years ago when I was really into this, and I had to read it every day. I remember the percentage of debt that's actually owned by actual people and businesses and funds and all the rest of it. If you were to extrapolate that percentage to today, it comes to about $8 trillion. That's it. The rest of it is, as you say, monetized debt. The idea that during the pandemic, economic professors and economists of all political backgrounds didn't say that if you are, in fact, going to imitate the velocity of money, that debt shall be held separately and forever interest-free. Shows me that, to to quote one of my favorite actors, Billy Ray Valentine in Trading Places, you all is just Mm -hmm. a couple of bookies, because that's a scam, brother. And I I am outraged at it. And there is not a politician that's elected that can even listen to this conversation, let alone understand how wrong it is to perpetrate that financial crime on the American people. Well, well, look at look at what even what the president was talking about the other day, last night, when it comes to um, oil or, or energy crisis that we're seeing. Of course, we're all seeing now in California they're paying six bucks a gallon at the pump. Crude oil is the highest it's been in, in many years, um, and of course we're relying partially on Russian imports for this. Well, the same president who is decrying this rise in energy costs and is saying, "Hey, let's release oil from the strategic national reserves." Well, yeah, what he didn't tell you is that 30 million barrels of oil that he said he wants to release. That's that's less than a few days worth. It's a of day and a half in this country. It's one yeah, and a half days hours worth. That's it. Thirty six hours worth. That's what he's going to release. You know, these reserves aren't meant to be um, to be used just to, to impact prices. It's for true national emergency where we can't access oil supplies. Well, we have plenty of oil in this country, but this administration is trying to shut it down. You know, think about this: we're importing eight hundred thousand barrels of oil a day in products from Russia. Eight hundred thousand barrels. Well. If you go back just to February 2020, February 2020, we were producing, uh, <laughs> we were producing um, uh, hundreds of thousands of do- uh, barrels of oil extra each and every um, month, yeah, uh, and, and that's been curtailed significantly over this past year and a half. A part of that lies on the uh, in the hands of Joe Biden, who shut down the pipeline on day one that would have brought oil into Canada, and then tried to ban new drilling on federal land. This is the problem. We are curtailing supply, and companies, for good cause, are scared to actually invest more in, in new drilling or to reopen these rigs because they know this administration is riddled with left-wing extremists who want to shut down the fossil fuel industry. He bears some responsibility for them. Oh, he bears, I mean, they bear it all, these political whores and pimps. But here's, here's how I look at things, because I look at things as a speculator. Take the information, and you gamble on the future, right? So you, in order to do that, you have to form an opinion. Of the, of, of the data, of the information, 
and you have to realize where we have a likelihood of going. So here's my aggravation factor. Not that we can identify the problem, not that we even can fix the problem, but haven't we really been outflanked? And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Because of their own failure, you now have this circumstance where more and more people are falling into government sustenance. You now have a, a massive growing welfare state. Everything is subsidized. It's like Obamacare. Increases go up 400%, subsidize it. These idiots will never know what happens. Before you know it, they're all on welfare. That plan has worked, A. B, they're corrupt green energy boondoggle. Wind and solar and this idea that the holes in the wall are magic. That now is not only subsidized, but they're reaping that corrupt profit back in campaign contributions as there's, what, 30 of these green energy companies that are now all caught in on these trillion-dollar scams. How are the American people ever going to catch up to exactly how they've been outmaneuvered, manipulated, and now indebted to the systemic yep. corruption we think is Republican or Democrat? Well, we, we have to start connecting the dots between what we're paying and what's going on and the policies that have been passed. So the two things I'm encouraging people to do is, number one, compare our country and uh, to, to Germany, for instance. Germany has this huge green energy program renewable standards, and Germans are paying up to triple, triple for electricity compared to us, in large part because they have crimped their own production. And it's part of the reason why they've become dependent on Russia, because they have gone ahead and they've shut down their own capacity, and families are paying the price. A typical German family has $10,000 less per year to spend than the American, typical American family, in large part because energy costs are so much more expensive. And that's large part because they have all these wind and solar mandates. Number two, compare your state Let's say you live in a state such as uh, Florida or Texas. Compare that. Actually, Texas is a bad example. Texas has a lot of renewable mandates. Part of the reason why Texas had such problems last winter. Compare places down south in the southern United States that have affordable energy with places like Michigan, which years ago put in place a bipartisan Republican and Democrat-supported plan to go ahead and wean themselves off of fossil fuels. Well, guess what? You've had businesses that have been forced to leave Michigan because those energy costs continue to go up, and that was a bipartisan package of crony capitalism that forced a lot of power plants to shut down in Michigan as they tried to ramp up solar of all places in Michigan that is a, <laughs> doesn't have enough sunshine and wind turbines in the state of Michigan. Um, that's what we have to look forward to here as a nation if Biden's energy package gets passed. And in fact, our energy secretary that sits in that position right now has holdings in green energy companies that are directly going to be fueled by government policy. Are Democrats so turned into Chicago Democrats that they don't reject the corruption, they simply want in on it? Well, there's a lot of money to be made with this, both the people that are in the businesses and then, of course, the politicians that want to get reelected. And they usually get away with it because... You know, thankfully, our electricity costs are still affordable compared to most of the world because we do have all this abundant gas and oil that's been used. And so these companies are getting away with it, and these politicians are getting away with it. It takes people like you shining the spotlight on it. And even, even Republican states, such as Texas, are not exempt from this crony capitalism. People are paying both in terms of higher prices and also paying in terms of these rolling blackouts that we see. In places like California, and then, of course, last year in Texas, things that you would only expect in third-world countries that have not developed or have corrupt leadership, now we're experiencing the same problems here. You know, the radical left composed of two groups. You've got one, the people that are profiting from it. 
um, the, the, the crony capitalists. And you've got these other folks that really do view humanity as a parasite. They do not want more growth. They do not want more people. They do not want more people to have more to spend because they view us as a scourge on the planet. And their goal, their very goal, is to stop us from being more prosperous. And sadly, they're succeeding. Joel, did you make any headway on getting me into that think tank? I bought my sport coat, my corduroy sport coat with my elbow pads. Can I get in there? I got to get you a tie for the Heritage Foundation. That's what I want. And then I, I want you to go ahead. You could use it until I get there into this meeting. I have nicknamed those people you just discussed as eco Nazis because it is the perfect scam. They view us with contempt. They reject our freedom. They reject our success. They want to implement a policy of tyranny hidden behind the shield of virtue. And the green energy movement has found it. And the idea that the American people have allowed them to use carbon dioxide as a weapon against our freedom, something we exhale, now just opens the door to future taxation. And my under over with you and the People to Heritage Foundation, I say that tax is in place by the election this November. You want any piece of that action? Uh, well, uh, you, we, their, their agenda is very clear. They, they've been very open. Like, if you look at what the president said last night to speech to about these rising costs, he, he, I think in a whispered tone of voice, he told businesses, this is simple. Just cut your costs. Quit raising prices. Well, it, you know, it's not it's not so simple. You've had the government seem to do everything they can do to make things more expensive, both in terms of these ridiculous COVID restrictions that they kept in place two years. It drove so many people out of the workforce, so many truckers retired, so many warehouse workers off the job, so many ports that were partially shut down because of distancing restrictions. Now we have all these backlogs. At the same time, they turn up the printing presses and pretty much drop helicopters full of money across the country, $50,000 per family of four, they created this problem. It's not the business And isn't well, that, though, a diabolical... And this is where Trump was in on it. Isn't that a diabolical way to backdoor, nationalize, small business, and debt to the nation by, by independent citizens? You have forever linked them to backdoor nationalization. Is it not? That is exactly why Trump should have fought off the federal um, um, real seizure of the quality of life in America under the COVID umbrella of we're helping you. Don't you think it was a backdoor nationalization play? Well, unfortunately, it was Republicans and Democrats together that initially supported shutdowns and restrictions. And the Republicans and Democrats in Congress that went ahead and approved trillions of dollars worth of spending that authorized the Federal Reserve to print all this money and disperse it across the country, and it was the prior administration that actually put in place an eviction moratorium, which was unlawful, unconstitutional, assault on private property. And unfortunately, what we've seen now with the Biden administration, and he's just doubled and tripled down on this and tried to make it permanent. And, you know, I can understand why in the midst of the initial part of the pandemic, people, politicians, made some mistakes on this. There was a lot of uncertainty. There's no excuse when you go a year, a year and a half, two years into this, and you see the Democrats now that are in full control trying to use this as an opportunity to speed forward the socialist agenda by decades. It was slowly becoming reality. Well, they just fast forwarded. You know, you also well, I put your finger on the small business issue. You're during those shutdowns. Well, who benefited from that? It was a lot of these big, big retailers at the extent of small retailers. Small retailers are threatened with prison if they open their doors. And meanwhile, the targets of the Walmarts of the world, they had a green light to continue operations. How is that? Fair, well, it did term. get it did get Bezoff to take William Shatner into space, so it wasn't all bad. 
Listen, Joel, <laughs> I went long with you. You know I love having you on, and this is why I always log on to the Heritage Foundation for people like Joel Griffith. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560, the answer. I have two weak spots in my um, attention. Well, I've got a lot of attention span issues, but I've got two weak spots because I deem them not worthy. Isn't that something? It's nice to be me. Sports, don't care for it. Started out life, very religious family. Then I lived through it all. Catholics. Started out as a Catholic. I am not a Catholic. I think it is disgraceful and despicable what that church has done to not just children, but to hundreds of millions of people. Vatican, you want to talk about tapping some money? That's some money, honey. My favorite is the era when they hired this scumbag gangster from Cicero to be in the charge of the Vatican Bank. That's when, thank you for proving me right. Sorry about the trillions of dollars we absconded with. So when I see this scum, Joe Biden, the ashes on his head, I'm still married to somebody who likes all that. She's got the ashes on her head, too. But for her, it means something. I think the priest should have looked at this Botox fraud with his doll hair stuck in his skull, pro-baby murdering fraud, political whore, and said, get out of my church if they had any dignity at all. But after all, if they had any dignity at all, would they be walking around in those robes? running from children and their parents. Marie Kenosha. Hi. Can you hear me, Sean? I could hear you. Okay. Um, I, we, we called before, and it was about, you said something about Catholics, and yeah. you I and I Catholics talked about it. Catholics and the Mormons it. mad at me. Look at it this way. At least you're not <laughs> telling people they're going to be Jesus next time. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> okay, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm like your wife. Um, at 7 p.m., I look forward to going to church and getting my ashes. And I also agree with you that plugs <laughs> and yeah. Pelosi and their ilk do not represent the faithful Catholics that are truly trying to be faithful to the faith. I mean, yes, we know that rotten things have gone on. However, the, the faith is so the faith is good. Christianity is good. So yeah. we're just we're trying to be faithful. And I, I, I it would help if you took a guy like Flager, an open and notorious piece of dung, not just the allegations of child molestation, which I completely believe, but how he lives his life today and the kind of chicanery that's going on right now as he tries to represent a church never to be reprimanded by the Catholic Church. Never. It's the disgrace and disgrace. And, and, and again, I, I know things aren't always right. Um, I told you. However, the priest, there are when a I lot grew of up, things. used to look at my friend Ivan, who was a good-looking kid, the way I looked at my Farrah Fawcett poster, and that was enough for me. But, Marie, I love you, my mother-in-law, my wife. They're all in on it. Okay. So good luck to the best all right. of you. Just believe me. And you Vikings, too. You remember, they, they called in the Vikings when they wanted to clean it up. Thank you. See if they do that again. Dave, Libertyville. Hey. I wanted to ask you, how can we put sanctions on Russia and buy oil from them? We can't. I understand the money thing, but... Can't. It's, a, it's kabuki theater, Dave. That's for the moron Democrat voters. That's for the moron constituents. That's to make them think they look like they're helping the whole time they're enriching the enemy while they're colluding with another one, a corrupt government that bought not just Biden 
but bought Paul Manafort and bought so many Republicans. This is bipartisan corruption and bipartisan collusion with governments to enrich them the whole time pretending to be mad at them. And in a year from now, believe me when I tell you, you won't be able to know the difference, but you'll be real accustomed to not just paying $5 for gas, but the massive costs and massive inflation you're going to be told is worth it because it benefited somebody else. That's the scam. Well, we we have to uh, refill the reserves, too. No, we don't. No, we don't. We just don't have to use them. They were full. More full than they've ever been. That was under I Trump. Know, but... It was a great decision. We don't have any strategic reserves. We've got oceans of oil under our northwest corridor. All we got to do is tap it. Don't buy the, don't buy yeah. the nonsense. Here, if a guy in a $5,000 suit is elected to this position and is worth $60, $70, 80000000 dollars but never worked, don't believe a god darn word that comes out of his mouth, Dave. That's a little tip in the future. Thank you very much. We'll be back with the rest of your calls and comments and maybe more tips after this. AM560, the answer. Oh, I love this one. So see, down here, they make the pie, the pizza pie, they're like New Yorkers, and they cut it in the big triangles. And I order garlic on the pie. And instead of putting it under the cheese, these knuckleheads put it on top. And I took a bite, and a little garlic falls on the vocal cord. That'll clear you up. Felt like biting there, coughing and wheezing during my commercial. I owe another one to uh, Mike Lindell. Let him know we're going to make good on that. John in Palatine. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good, John. How are you, buddy? Good. I, w- I want to make two quick points. Just think of it. Uh, there are some people who are not so sure that uh, Biden was uh, legitimately elected. And because of all this, we might be in a war with uh, Russia shortly. So that's pretty horrible. And then the other thing is uh, what, I'm wor- what I'm more concerned about right now is why aren't conservatives like Rand Paul or Michelle Blackburn, why aren't they trying to get out the uh, January 6th uh, victims? I-, I thought the because country the was corruption founded in our upon... The corruption in our yeah, government. Yeah, but the, company, the country was founded upon uh, a fast and fair trial. I thought that was the American way. You're exactly correct. It's actually, it's actually an amendment. I mean, you're you're a hundred percent correct. Which is ironic because everybody should be calling for that, even if you disagree. If and not only that, if you think they're guilty, then bring them to trial and let's put them away. I'm all for that. But they have a system now, a kangaroo court system, where they could slow walk it the whole time, keeping people in segreg- segregated cells, which in essence is solitary confinement for eighteen months. And politicians are afraid to mention it because Liz Cheney, those clips I played in the beginning of the show, she was at a fundraiser, John, and checks were written after she got done telling people what they want to hear, how they're going to spend more money in the military industrial complex and the rest of it. This is what they needed to get back on track. And I'm not a, you heard me, John, I'm I'm assuming you listened to me for years. I couldn't stand the 271 lobbyists Trump surrounded himself with. I railed against numerous policies, but the beauty of his of his uh, administration, or what he represented anyway, was that he upset that apple cart, and his foreign policy really threw a wrench into the money scheme of the military-industrial complex. And to your further point, it's funny how, how Liz Cheney talks about how George Bush won the election. I think it was something to see. I would remember it like it was yesterday as well. He at least went to the Supreme Court twice. Trump wouldn't, they wouldn't hear his case. And the Democrats well, run around so what, and pretend he lost in court. They just refuse to hear these, it. 
all all of these patients who are in jail coming for aid. Not a person. No one. And no one can. T- I, there are two names to remember from January sixth. Ashley Babbitt, unarmed, hundred and ten pound girl who was shot in the neck, point blank. In the range. neck by a scumbag. By a scumbag. And then Ray Epps. Where in the world is Ray Epps? We got to do that to that Matt Lauer song. Of course, we don't know where the hell he is either. Let's do Where in the World is Ray Epps? I've got some real questions. Mm-hmm. Liz Cheney does it because Liz Cheney and her new friend Raskin, they just want to implement the corrupt Marxism that makes them gods among men, like that room full of corrupt bastards you saw. Nancy Pelosi, look at her. You could almost hear the circus music in her head as you look at, look at her. Yet here she is, the most <laughs> successful trader in, in, in the stock market history, Nancy fracking Pelosi. It isn't any of the traders that made their living on it. Thank you, John, for the call. I appreciate it. But now I'm going to take Zach, but I'm going to watch you, Zach. Zach, thanks for calling the show. I hear it's your first time ever calling a radio station. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. I'm going to walk you through this because I'm going to divert what you – I'm going to let you say what you want to say, but I'm going to correct you. So go ahead. I'll be gentle. Thank you. First time I said that <laughs> um, to someone basically- without cleavage, by the way. But go ahead. All right. Um, basically, what I'm thinking, there's no accountability in our government anymore. And if we don't use the Second Amendment for what it's actually for to maintain a free state, we're going to lose this country as fast as it's already going down. It doesn't and have that's to be basically done that way. what I got to say. Yeah, but, you, but you, you say that, but would you feel good about shooting somebody because they were stupid and they were sticking up for corruption? Or would you feel like so many of those Russian soldiers who now are regretting those decisions you make? So. In theory, I understand what you're saying, but in this country, the beauty of it, Zach, the beauty, is that we have law to do that. This is an unlawful, corrupt, gangster government. And it's through law I understand that. that we will save it, not violence, because that makes you no but, better than them. And, Zach, you're, you sound like a, a nice... The point, the point of it is, is to be able to, if you're attacked, it's never to attack. Violence is only justifiable if it's defense. That's the key. And the way, and no, it, this isn't, this that, isn't those but... days. This isn't those days anymore. We have the beauty to document, to articulate through technology. This isn't me and you in a tavern getting all irritated because we cannot articulate our grievances. We can articulate our grievances, and we can win through ideology. And then the other thing you got to remember, Zach, you're calling from a state that oppresses you. You're young, and if oh, you were I my, if you were my son. I tell you, go somewhere that sticks up for your individuality, your freedom, and your American principles. It's not Illinois, unfortunately. And that's what you need. I would You'll love feel to better, Zach. <laughs> You'll feel better, Zach. You can do anything. You're, you're, you're a grown man, and you can do anything. Never, ever let somebody tell you that you can't do it. But you cannot, what I will tell you, you cannot advocate or perpetrate offensive violence, only defensive. Thank you very much. And this is a guy from Mellors Park. I'm not opposed to violence, but I am opposed to that kind of violence. Because, you know, as you reflect back at what we're looking at in this war. This is a war that could have been avoided. We're only the innocent people, the people who are the working people, the people who are not the co- connected government corrupt oligarchs. They're the ones that are suffering. The oligarchs are gone. They're already in Cyprus with their money, the ones we pretend we're sanctioning. So I'm never going to advocate for violence. That's not the point of the show. The point of this show is to understand what America is. It's not a place, although it is. It is. It's a beautiful land and all the rest of it. It's an ideology, and we have an entire party that ha- shares the same ideology with Karl Marx, with the Third Reich as they implement their schemes and their corruption and their worker party BS, that shares their ideology with Fidel Castro, 
that shares the ideology of collectivism. And in our law is the shield that prevents what they're doing from actually happening across the whole country. It will always happen in the mafia states that are run by the Democrat mafia. They're done. They're gone. It's over with. Look at how you've been outflanked in Illinois. You've got the biggest money guy putting all his money behind the guy who voted for Joe Biden, who is a Democrat. He's running commercials right now on my station. He's a Democrat fraud. So even if you think you're going to vote for a Republican, he's he's relying on those idiot housewives and those self-loathing welfare roaches that wanted Sean Caston and Laura Underwood. That's the big scheme here. See, Griffin did polls. He's been robbed by a money bundler scumbag. And they believe that the people are so stupid, they're only going to vote for a lie. So they put in a Democrat calling himself a Republican to run against a mafia Democrat who's, I guarantee you, mentioned in the indictment of, of Mike Madigan. And that's how you know you've been outflanked. Now, my pick is the best guy in the bunch. No question about it. Gary Rabine. Honest. Businessman. Non-politician. And I love that son of a gun, and he doesn't stand a chance. I love him. He's stubborn, and he was going to put up, okay, fine, good. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. But look around that state. Listen to those people in those coffee shops. Look at that coward with his mask on who thinks he's virtuous as he represents fascism and tyranny his ancestors ran from. That's Illinois. That's the Democrat Party. And the only place you're ever going to be safe is in a state that rejects that philosophy. There's 21 of them. Pick one and put on a hedge. Call David Hochberg for the loan. Take your equity out. You're better off than trying to sell that pig. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, the answer. You know, it's an interesting concept. I've said for years, we should not be called the United States. We should be called the extorted states. There are welfare states like Illinois, welfare states that uh, exist on handouts and um, redistribution of wealth. And then there are states that uh, you wouldn't think are welfare states, and they're welfare states. But one thing is for certain, we have a, a, a clear ideological civil war in this nation. That's why it's no longer a nuanced policy disagreement. It's a policy, it's, it's really tyranny versus liberty. That's what we're arguing. The problem is so many people on our side don't understand that. And they fall into the trap that the Democrat scallywag sets for them almost every time. This January 6th was the trap and people fell into it. Should have been avoided. I think you're falling into it again, even right now, as the the win is obvious. The win is obvious, and there are numerous states fighting for the freedom of their people. And if you really feel very strongly about it, the idea is you go to high ground, is my expression. If you can't because of some obligation, that doesn't mean your kids can't, or you can't own a piece of property there or set up your future there. That's the way you do this. And then you go to those states, and you make sure that those states are never infiltrated by the Democrat mafia. Somehow there's a, an idea that uh, I'm advocating for the Second Amendment and a civil war. I'm not. I've been in a thousand fights. I don't even know how many fights I've been in. I'm not afraid to fight. But under no circumstances would I advocate violence of, of a war against a, a Democrat when the obvious thing is you should just get away from them. You don't have to kill them. And as you see right now, the, the horrors of war on your television set. Not a one of those people, not a one of them, benefited from the corruption of both countries involved. Yet time after time, no matter how smart everybody gets, oh, how many internets, how many school degrees, everybody's just really kind of stupid. And there we are repeating the same problems in history. 
Ross, South Dakota. Hey, Sean. So how do you expect us to win in the courts when the courts are so corrupted? And even if we did win in the courts, the Democrats would just keep appealing until they find a Democrat or a Republican corrupt judge Ross, to side with them, okay? Ross, Ross. How do you thing, expect us to win? Because now, let's the, just say, no, 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 no. Let me finish, Dakota. please. Let me finish. I was from Illinois. I saw my state destroyed. Will you please let me finish before you no. interrupt me and then you can talk, please? Uh, go ahead. So, in, let's just, I, I'm not advocating for the Second Amendment either, but if you try to say, that it came out and it started, that we're starting an offensive war. We are so far on defense that they're, they're shoving it up our you-know-what. And every day, every day, Democrats and black supremacists talk about killing us, killing our kids. That's not true. I, mean, I don't have time for that. That's not true. You moved to South Dakota. It's a red state. You're safe there. You got a state that's fighting for your freedom. You did the right thing. So that's what you do. You do it with your mind. Not this, because you're, you're advocating for something you don't want to live with. When the reality is, just let this play out by going to that high ground and making sure South Dakota's never a Democrat. Florida's never a Democrat. Tennessee, pick a state. Look at Ohio. How wonderful was that, that governor last night? These are the things you focus on. Use your mind. You don't fall into the trap these scoundrels set for you. Because they keep making money while you're doing all this nonsense. Instead of focusing on actually how to fix it. I'll be back in 21 hours to fix it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.